Hey, it's your friend Renee and welcome to the It's In You podcast. So today I just had a conversation with a client and I've come in from it thinking I'm going to record this on a podcast because I think there is lots of you that will be feeling a very similar way. And I think it's really important to kind of put everything in perspective. So we are talking to a client who had just got on the scales and she had got on the scales and seen that the scales was heavier than what she expected to be. She was annoyed, which, uh, you know, because she expected to weigh a certain amount and she was heavier. She was frustrated, you know, because she said, well, I've been working out and I've been doing this. And, you know, so why has the scale gone up? And I'm sure that you have done this yourself. Uh, We are all human, and I know I've done it before. Uh, The thing is that I I understand the background of it all. So I might get annoyed, but then the, you know, the other part of my brain kicks in. I'm like, well, Renee, let's look at this situation, this, 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 and add it all up. What I'm going to do is I'm going to explain kind of, if this was you, some things that I would be looking at first. The thing is that I see, firstly, how regularly do you get on the scales? So are you somebody that just hops on the scales willy-nilly, you know, and um, or are you one of those people that are in the category of, um, I'm not going to weigh myself because, you know, we don't believe in the scales and you don't want to weigh yourself, um, you know, which I know lots of people are. But to be honest, I like the scales. I think the scales are a really valid and um, way to measure yourself. Now, they're not the be-all and end-all. There are lots of factors that go into what, to the results of that scale. Uh, it, I don't make it have a meaning about me, which is what I see happen a lot. People get on the scales. They, uh, they then make it mean something that it doesn't. And they interpret the scales as something about them, which then in turn put them on a bit of a spiral. So they are just, the scales to me are one piece of data. They are one piece of data about your body. The, you know, like I don't, I don't think we should live by the scales or, you know, but I think weighing yourself regularly is, is not a bad thing. Having a regular, regular weigh in just to check out where you're at is good. And, you know, to, um, it's also really important to understand your body more by using the scales. So then when you do get on the scales and the scales up, you don't know, like it's really hard to tell because, um, you know, like this person, the scale has had gone up, but her clothes weren't any tighter than her. You know, she knew, she knew that she's been doing more exercise. So she knew that she'd increased in those things. So, you know, she was just surprised. But like the same thing is, I was like, when was the last time that you weighed yourself? You know, and what circumstances were you in at that point? Because that's why I said you're comparing, you're comparing two totally different things and the variables are so, so different. And that's why, you know, we just got to stop only using this, this one kind of measurement tool and giving this a meaning about our whole bodies and our lives and what we're doing. So the first thing that I would say is use scales regularly. Use them, but as a piece of data. If you are going to be somebody that, um, if you are somebody that 
used to have, a, I guess, an eating disorder, if you are somebody that, you know, used to have a real struggle with the scales, then then don't do it, you know. But if you can, if you can see the scales as a piece of data, one piece of data, and we need to look at all these other factors, then please do it. Okay, and, and please do it to learn something about yourself. And when you can learn something about yourself and you can understand your body better and understand how it works, then you don't need to weigh yourself all the time. I had I had another another client who was in the category of not wanting to weigh herself, which again, that's her choice. That's all fine. That she did weigh herself for a long time or for, for an amount of time. And uh, in that time, she'd put on 20 kilos. So she was shocked when she actually did weigh herself. Now, yes, she probably would have noticed that she'd put on some weight, but she didn't realize that she'd put on that amount. And my argument to that is if she was weighing herself regularly, she may have been able to stop at five or 10 kilos instead of getting to 20 kilos. And 20 kilos is a lot harder to lose than what five is. All things we go through in life, all things we go through when we're under maybe more stress, your activity level changes, you know, and you go on holidays, other things. And yes, you're going to put weight on. That's just, it is what it is. But just use this as a piece of data to keep you in check. You know, when you realize like, oh, I've, I've put on a little, a few kilos, well, maybe you rein it in a little bit. And that's, that's good thing. So that, that couple of kilos doesn't turn to five or six or 10 or whatever, you know, so, so you can learn to manage it. So, so I would, like you to see the scales as a piece of data and really uh, look at weighing yourself regularly just as a way to get to know your body. Now, what else affects the scale? So there's many things that affect the scale that is not just your weight. So I weighed 75 kilos and I lost five kilos. So I had a body composition scan I set myself a little goal and I said I wanted to lose five kilos, so I lost five kilos. Now, when I lost five kilos, I lost uh, mostly muscle. And if I had never have done the body composition scan, I wouldn't have understood that I was better off weighing 75 kilos because I had a, a larger muscle mass than what I was when I weighed 70 kilos. Now, if I hadn't done the scan in that way, I would have looked at the scale and went, well, I've lost five kilos, I've done it because I was only looking at this one data point. But, you know, since I had done the body composition scan, I could see the difference and I could see that in that process of losing those five kilos, I'd actually lost, um, I'd lost muscle. So um, that was a, a really big eye-opener for me, uh, a, good, a really good thing to realise. So muscle is denser. And so muscle is going to weigh more, but the more muscle you have, the better. As we age, muscle is going to protect your bones. It is going to help you stand upright, keep you nice and strong, uh, fit and able to walk and move around. So it's really, really important. So the more muscle mass you can have, the better. You will get that from weight training, you know. So it is something, it is not, you are never going to turn out like Arnold Schwarzenegger or any of those things. So people that are in the bodybuilding, um, well, if you feel worried that you will look like a man, you know, um, it's 
it's something that you know you would have to take testosterone to do and you know those people that are, the, are that size they've really worked they've really intentionally worked very hard to get there so you are not going to get there unless you are really trying to <laughs> that's what i'm trying to say here um so yeah so that's that's really important to understand that so that's why um, we don't want to just look at that one that one point in your on the scale. So uh, if you happen to have access to a body composition scanner, do so and use that as another piece of data. So take in the information that the scanner is telling you. Other biggest tip that I have is use a tape measure. So if you measure your waist and you know your waist measurement, if you get on the scales and the scale has gone up but your waist measurement has stayed the same, you are most likely retaining water, which means you have not put fat on, okay? So we've got to understand the difference of when people are looking to weigh a, a certain size. We are like, you know, what are we, 90% water or something. So water is going to affect uh, affect that scale and affect that result on there. So it's understanding that if you if you measure your waist, you get on the scales and your waist measurement stays the same, but the scale has gone up. You are most likely just retaining water, so retaining fluid for whatever reason. We'll go through some of them after. If you get on the scales and the scale has gone up and the waist, your waist measurement has gone up, then you are most likely you've put on some fat. And so then that's when you need to look at your food, your activity, what else is really going on. And, you know, again, it doesn't mean anything about you. It just means, thank God I've realized this now before I've let it get to, you know, what are the things that I can tweak or I need to change? It doesn't mean anything else other than that. And like I said, that's the biggest thing. Stop stop giving it a big meaning, giving it this big meaning that it, it we don't need to. So, yeah, so that's the things that I, that I would be looking at. Now, I said before about retaining water. So we will retain water and um, for, for many different reasons. And these are some of the things that you can think about when you get on that scale. And if you, if you get on it once a week and you start to notice patterns, then, then you'll understand where the fluctuations were. I weighed myself the other day and I was three and a half kilos heavier than, than where I normally sit. And I was like, oh, that's, I wonder what's going on type thing. You know, I thought, oh, so I weighed, then I jumped on the scales the next day and I was still up, but I felt uncomfortable. I felt really bloated. I felt, um, I just felt really yucky. So I knew there was something that was, you know, and then, um, again, I didn't give it a big meaning. I knew, I thought, oh, this is, this is, um, not what I was expecting. And then I, uh, you know, I'd left it a few days and then I got on the scales and I was back down those three and a half kilos. So there was something hormonal going on or something at that time that I was retaining more water. So we want to look at some reasons that you could be retaining this water. So one could be, uh, depending on what you've eaten. So carbohydrates are going to uh, hold more water in them. Again, you've not put on fat, you're just retaining water. So if you've had a really high carbohydrate meal, you are more likely going to retain more water, okay? Uh, if you've had something really salty, you will again retain more water. So again, it's just it's just because of that circumstance that you've of what you've eaten. Um, also, if you are in your cycle, so depending on your cycle, and this is why it's really good to track your cycle, work it out as to what works for your body and how your body works. 
that there's times of the month that you will weigh that you will weigh more. But again, you've not put on fat, it's just hormones. So it's that's really also important to understand. And I tracked my I I'm somebody that I'm very lucky. I don't have a cycle that affects me uh, like I know so many women that it does. My period comes and goes and, and you know, kind of that's it. Um, where I know women that are obviously have crippled, you know, in uh, pain and whatever else from their periods. So I um, never gave it much thought. You know, I'd heard people talking about exercising for your cycle and I thought, well, it doesn't really affect me. But I finally started to tune into my cycle more. So I did start to tune in and I started to notice um, differences, you know, during the month of, of how I felt. And um, I was actually, I actually had quite a lot of symptoms, but I just didn't really, I wasn't tuned in before and I kind of ignored them. I just thought, well, I've just got to get on with this. Just keep moving. Just start to tune into cycle. And I promise you, whatever stage you are at at life, Okay, my 88-year-old grandma still has a cycle and she had a hysterectomy when she was 50 and she still has a cycle. Every uh, woman that I've come across that we've tried to work their cycle out with them, we've been able to work it out within three months and notice some trends. And this is just to understand your body better. So it's to understand your body better. So then when you get on that scale and you see it's gone up, we don't then sabotage everything else because we think we're fucked up. Because the truth is you haven't. Okay, you haven't at all. You... um. You know, we, we want to make sure we understand everything that is going to affect the scales that day. So start to start to tune into your cycle as well. And just you can, um, if you're, you know, on some form of contraceptive and you're like, oh, it's all really irregular or any of those things, just start writing things down. And I promise you, you will start to notice a trend and it will give you a better understanding of your body. I remember when I first started doing it, I came home one day and I was feeling really fatigued and I came home and I was sitting on the couch and my husband was like, what are you doing sitting down? <laughs> Why are you sitting down? You know, and, uh, and yeah, and I was sitting down because I was tired and I recognized I was tired and I thought, just listen to your body. Just sit down and just listen to your body. And uh, and and from from understanding my cycle more, I I do do that. Uh, as as a rough uh, overview of your cycle, if uh, most if you had a twenty eight day cycle, but again, uh, you need to take note of things for yourself. If you had a twenty eight day cycle. Uh, optimally, the first two the first two weeks, you are in a better time to lose weight. Uh, you will have more energy. You'll feel like you can do more things. You will probably want to be more social. And there is actually a day of the month where you will feel most attractive. You know, but again, and then we ovulate, and then the two weeks leading into you getting your period uh, is when it's harder to lose weight, um, pretty much impossible, uh, harder to lose weight. It is, you are going to be lacking energy. You might notice that you have different cravings for certain foods. You might be bloated and those other things. So it's also important to take note of those things and work out what works for your body um, and where it's at. So for me, I take the first... Um, after I finish my period, I don't have lots of energy. So I generally feel like, hey, right up until I get my period, but I probably take a week from the period. And um, I tend to lack energy during the, the week after my period, and I tend to be heavier for that week. 
So that's just what I've worked out about myself and that's why it's important. And so when I do get on the scales and I see the scales up, I'm like, oh, is it something to do with that? Again, that's why I said there's so many other factors that can go into that number. So let's not just look at one thing. Let's not look at one thing and then just decide that, you know, we're angry, I'm not happy about this and, you know, something's happened. It's, it's like, okay, what, what else is going on? And the only, re, the only way you can work that out is by, by, you know, writing down your mood, writing down how you're feeling, uh, writing down, you know, like, like understanding if you are thinking that you are, you've increased your exercise amount that you're exercising, you've increased that, you know, you feel like, well, well, I've been doing all this extra exercise. Why am I not losing weight? Your body needs fuel for that exercise. So have you thought about increasing your food to supplement the exercise that you're doing? If you are not eating enough food to fuel your body, your body will slow things down because it wants to preserve energy. And it doesn't know if, you know, if you don't eat regularly, it doesn't know when you're going to get, give it food. Again, it will, it will slow things down. It will shut things off, the things that it doesn't need. This is where you might see that you gain weight because your body is just trying to store everything because it doesn't know when it's going to get food regularly to support the extra activities that you're doing. That's something else to go in. So we don't want, we want to be able to look at all of the factors. We can't just come in, weigh yourself and then be pissed off for the rest of the day. I don't, I don't want that for you. I want you to, to weigh yourself and to be, okay, this is where I'm at. This is okay. This is where I'm at today. And um, I'm going to try my very best to get to where I want to be. That's it. And, um, but it doesn't mean, don't make it mean anything about you. You're not, uh, you're not a loser. You are not a failure. You are not a bad mom. You're not any of those things. It's just, it's just a number and it's just a number, but it's a piece of data that is really important to understand for your overall health. I have an uncle and he, he does the same thing. And it's very in my family, you know, and obviously that's where I got it from. But he, he was saying to me, you know, he's in his eighties and he weighs himself. And if he notices that his weight's gone up a little bit, then he goes, oh, well, I can't have those extra chocolate biscuits. And he doesn't have them. I, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I think that's He's making choices on, you know, he's not he's not dictating his life from it. But, you know, he doesn't have to. We don't stop giving it a meaning. Stop giving it a meaning because it's when we give it the meaning, it's when we beat ourselves up and we feel shit about ourselves, and then that turns into uh, a whole another cycle of things. You could be interpreting that that amount wrong, and uh, I really feel that this person today, she was doing that. And we were able to talk over a few things. And I said, but but when you have when you have the evidence that you can realize, oh, okay, this, 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 um, you know, I've tr I've tried this, I've tracked this, I've worked this out, then then you go, okay, uh, now I have actually put weight on. So deep down, you know, you know the things that you need to zip in. You know, we you all know it. And when we're honest with ourselves, you can be like, okay, yep. Let's, you know, and if and if you if you're unsure of things, then obviously seek out help. Uh, seek out help because um, there is always there's more things than what you realize go into that 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 number is affected by more things than than what you know most people realize. And you know, and when you can weigh yourself regularly, and you can notice trends, and you can notice trends, and then so the next time you get on scales and you see, like I said, I got on scales last week and I was three kilos heavier. Um, you know, but I, but I knew that it was a hormonal thing or retaining water. I knew it was that. I knew I hadn't put fat on. 
and that's why you measure your waist with a tape measure and you use the scale that's two different data points um, that you could really be looking at measuring to uh, see if you are still on track for where you are looking to go if you get on the scales and you feeling frustrated because the answer is not saying what you think it is uh, i want you to look at taking into account all the information take into account the other factors that affect your cycle uh, affect your weight and your cycle and all those other things and uh, let's just let's start to take notes because when we take notes then then you have something to go from um, but but just measuring yourself once in a blue moon and being annoyed that you put weight on isn't going to help it's not going to help and we don't know we don't actually know all the factors um so so i wanted i wanted to explain that to you all today uh, i thought it was quite a good thing to be able to explain and to help people in stop beating themselves up about what that scale says because it's just a number it means nothing about you as a person it means nothing about you as a mum. It um, means nothing about you other than it is just a number. And the more that we stop giving all this stuff a meaning, the better we are going to be and the better relationship with our bodies that we're going to have. We're going to stop beating up on them because that's what's super important. Okay, I'm going to love you and leave you today and I will speak to you all soon.